are you, folks? Jeff Johnson from the Cedar Rapids Gazette here uh, with my much better looking cohort, Jeff Linder. We are uh, going to call it both ways again this week, as we always do. Talk some basketball. We're going to talk uh, high school boys and girls, uh, which are deep now uh, into the playoffs, especially on the girls' side. We've we've got some games coming up uh, this weekend that will determine uh, state qualifiers. Uh, boys had their first real big day of um, or night of postseason action on Monday. And tonight, as we tape this Thursday, there will be a lot of games tonight in Class 1A and 2A, and the, the big classes get underway next week. But uh, there's something going on in Iowa City tonight, and I can't think what it is. Jeff, can you help me out with with what's going on down in Iowa City night at Carver Hawkeye Arena? The circus has come to town. <laughs> Uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, should, I mean, nothing's well, guaranteed, right? Uh, yeah, uh, barring injury, it, uh, she'll be the, uh, NCAA division one, all-time women's basketball leading scorer, passing Kelsey Plum, uh, Plum's got 35-27, Clark's got 35-20, seven to tie, eight to break, let so, the party begin. Yes, and it will be a party. Uh, it better be a party as much as people are paying for those tickets. <laughs> what did I see? Five grand, almost five grand for courtside the other day. I think the most I saw was ninety eight hundred. Woo! It's like you know, folks. Uh, just to let you know, my wife and I have Peacock on our TV. Um, for a mere say twenty twenty five bucks a head, we'll let you in the house. You can watch. Come on over. You're you know? you're gonna you're gonna have a full house. You're you're, <laughs> you're setting yourself up for trouble. They're, 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 I'm not you're gonna ninety eight hundred dollars. Let's put the it fire down. marshals coming over. You're gonna oh. be led away in handcuffs. Yeah, it's over. Uh, so um, I imagine we got a ton of national types probably in the house tonight. Media wise, Jeff, is that true? I'm I'm sure there's gonna be a lot much more important people there than than us us mere locals so <laughs> yeah uh, it's uh I, I don't i don't know who's going to be there we'll we'll set the scene later but uh i'm sure we'll be uh rubbing elbows and smacking chests with uh with some biggies the espn folk and, and all those types so well i don't know uh it's not espn doesn't cover the big 10 so I, you know, Holly Rowe was over at Nebraska on uh, on Sunday. She might be back to lead off Sports Center or something like that. But uh, other than that, I think uh, I don't think ESPN has much access. From what you have gathered, um, if and when she breaks the record, the game will continue on, and they'll wait. Uh, you you believe uh, they'll they'll do a post game big celebration. With the record, I think that that's the plan. Um, okay. Bluter mentioned she'd probably call a timeout. Uh, Caitlin said she doesn't want the game to stop at the moment. She just wants to keep playing. And I think Bluter will probably honor that. But uh, who knows? Uh, there there may be amendments to uh, to this Constitution, too. Are you looking forward to seeing history? Yeah, so much so that I'm leaving the house at three. Are you? Traffic down there for women's games is uh, 
It's crazy. Yeah, I'm leaving yeah. at three. I'll get down there at four by four, and uh, hopefully there's still a parking spot or two. A lot <laughs> of people, I, I kid you not, people get there three hours ahead of time and park their cars and just sit, sit in their cars until it's time to go into the arena. I well, that brings me back to being a youth when my I had an uncle who had season football tickets back uh, even before Hayden Fry got to town. So and did people uh, go to games then? Believe it or not, yeah, they were always. I remember being there when they upset UCLA in like seventy six before okay. Fry got. Who was he? That was the Cummings guy. years, right? Yeah, and then. You know, over the years, uh, my cousin, my uncle's son, was is is about my age, so he would, you know, he'd take me to be to go to games with my cousin, and that we do the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Back then, it was one o'clock kick, right? So you know, we'd he'd come pick us up at or pick me up at eight o'clock. I kid you not. Yeah, uh, maybe even earlier. And we go down, and he had parking right next to the stadium mm -hmm. as a ticket holder and a donor and all that kind of stuff. And we'd get there. We'd be one of the first ones in the parking lot, and that's what we would do. Just sit there. He'd read the paper. Um, You know, for an hour, we'd sit in the car an hour, hour and a half, and then maybe get up and walk around campus a little bit. And we'd always be like the first ones into the stadium whenever the gates mm -hmm. would open. So that's kind of what they do uh, yeah. for games huh yeah wow. it's it's crazy um i there may be tailgating today i i don't know what's going to happen it's i i just i just want to get a parking spot and get into the arena and understand something to do maybe i'll maybe i'll bring some cards there you go you and bonacamp can uh yeah you know, maybe play uh cribbage or something like that play some so. cribbage maybe some hearts there you uh, go there you go um, Sunday, uh, interesting, disappointing, uh, disappointing. Those are two pretty good words. Yeah. Um, uh, lose to Nebraska. What, what did you see? I saw him lose to Nebraska. <laughs> um, 14 point lead, nine minutes to go should be salted away. They got kind of tentative. Nebraska threw a box and one at him. Uh, I would didn't respond well at all. Nebraska starts coming back, the crowd, their half of the crowd starts getting into it. And uh, before you know it, it's a ball game. And uh, Jazz Shelley hit some big shots, some big free throws. And Iowa took uh, took the flight home with a, with a loss. And uh, Did they make the plane? Oh, I'm sure they made the plane. They, okay. they had a plane to catch. They had a flight to catch. That's right. That's what we I heard. heard that. Yeah. I'm sure they, I'm sure that uh, with a charter plane that, uh, it didn't leave without him. <laughs> that was a whole other. There's been a lot of drama this winter at times, Jeffrey. A uh, little bit. That, that was a whole other deal uh, after the game, obviously, with, with Lisa Bluter kind of. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I was surprised it, uh, it picked up so well on, on people's mics. But, yeah, she was she was madder than a hornet. And, uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Where the I imagine the anger was at Nebraska Sports Information. Uh, Iowa, the Big Ten protocol was is usually that the visiting team goes first. Um, Iowa kind of drug their feet getting in there, and uh, Nebraska said we'll put 
put Nebraska in here. And the SID said this might be disjointed. This might be a disjointed, you know, if, if Iowa comes, we'll, we'll let them onto the, the stage. And uh, I don't know. It, it, it was the, the funny thing to the video is just watching the three Nebraska girls go like this as, uh, <laughs> as everything goes down outside the, the room. Yeah, it was it was interesting, and and we talked a little bit Monday, you and I. Um, there's a lot of pressure on this Iowa team. Sure, there uh, is more, and and this is something that is unique. Yeah, um, and you wonder how much that pressure, you know, in a situation where you see the coach blow up at uh, Sunday and and things, if that that pressure kind of gets to to coach Bluter and, and this team a little bit. Uh, well, how, how can it not? I mean, yeah. this, the days of being 20 and 10 every year and being a, a eight, nine seed in the NCAA tournament are gone for now. And uh, there are expectations. Uh, fans were not happy that they didn't upgrade their line, their roster with, uh, with a post over the summer. And they're, Turns out there really wasn't an elite post to be had, and there really wasn't room on their in their uh, on their roster and their scholarship counts. But people people don't understand that, and they think, you know, oh, they they, they got to get a post. They got they 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 need to get something that's going to put them over the top next year. And you know, I I think she trusts the the kids she has, and yeah, you know, I. I I refuse to believe that this season is going to be a failure if they don't win the NCAA championship or if they don't get to the final four. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. You don't, you don't ascribe to that theory. No, no. Um, I, I'd say it's probably less than 50, 50 that they'll, they'll make it to Cleveland. They could, they they've got the best player in the country. They've got a good lineup around them, but uh, you know, to say that, uh, to put th that kind of pressure on them and say, oh, they got to – it's it's Cleveland or bust. I, I, I don't buy that. Um, Hannah Stolke, holy cow. Speaking of Cedar Rapids girls, Cedar Rapids of Washington, 47 points uh, the other night. Um, mm -hmm. What was that like to watch that, Jeff? Well, uh, Penn State pretty much guarded her one-on-one -on -one and – and Iowa's got kids that uh, that can get her the ball in a in a favorable favorable position to score, and and well, I think she was seventeen for twenty from the field, thirteen to twenty one from the line, and they just kept feeding her, and um, and, and nobody said it at the time, but maybe that's the reason that that Clark hasn't broken the record yet, but and that's absolutely fine. That's fine. She's going to break it tonight, and. Uh, uh, last Thursday, I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday was, was Hannah Stolke's day. And it was, a, it was, it was great to see. She was, she was outstanding. And, you know, people asked her afterwards, you know, what was that like? And she says, I just, I just had so much trouble not starting to giggle out there. So, <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's the way Hannah is. She's, uh, she's a lot of fun. She's, uh, good kid. Uh, She's a good kid, and it, it was neat to see her have her night. Well, um, have fun tonight. We'll we'll wrap this up before you can you you know so you can hit the road. So, <laughs> um, 
should we talk postseason high school? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk boys first. What uh, where are we at? Uh, all the brackets are out now, right? And what uh, what's the stage here? Set set the stage for me. I will do that. Um, we had some pigtail games in Class One A district wise last Friday. Um, and then we had a full first round district in class 1A and 2A on Monday. And tonight we've got uh, second round games in 1A and 2A or district semifinals, however you want to label it. Um, no real surprises. Nobody has, has been knocked out. That was uh, a one or a two seed in either of the classes. Um, you know, you kind of look at, at the schedule tonight. Uh, you know, not honestly not a whole lot of enticing ball games uh especially for you know for for the one seeds you know north lynn north lynn scored 117 points tied the school record monday night in a win over highland um they've got uh janesville tonight janesville's like a 500 team so um that should be a victory for for the links um just kind of looking. Went out to Lisbon Monday night. Saw a pretty good ball game. Lisbon and Central City. Um, tied going to the fourth, and Lisbon ended up winning by 17. So that's a good team. It hasn't had all of its parts together. They've had a lot of injuries and things like that that have kind of uh, disjointed their season. But they've got everybody now. They play uh, top seed Dunkerton tonight. And I think Lisbon can compete with with Dunkerton, uh, honestly. So, um, Acogada Valley Hill Hillcrest Academy play tonight. Uh, that's like a two three. Uh, Kyoto's the top seed. They've got North Tama. Um, uh, Lansing Key is a top seed in District Twelve. Plays Starmont. Um, and then in 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 two A, just kind of looking at things here. Uh, MFL Marmac and Union. MFL is a top seed in its district. Monticello plays Dartersville Beckman, another top seed, Monticello. Cascade Northeast Goose Lake should be a good game. Um, that's a two against a three. Albernette's a top seed in 2A, uh, plays Tipton. I would say Regina and Wilton. Regina's a two seed. And then, uh, you know, kind of look at uh, Monday night, I guess, uh, 3A and uh, and 4A kind of get going here. Uh, those pairings just got released on Monday and um, just kind of looking through some things. Marion's a top seed in its substate. Um, that also includes uh, Mount Vernon, uh, Davenport Assumptions, and two seed. Cedar Rapids Xavier is a five seed in that substate. And that's a team that's right around 500 and plays all 4A. So I think very underseeded are, are the Saints. So that's an interesting one. Decorah's a top seed in substate three um, with Charles City, Dubuque Wallert. And Western Dubuque are, are interesting. Uh, others in there. Solon's a top seed in Substate Five with Clear Creek Mana number two. Uh, and then Waverly Shellrock top seed in Substate Six with uh, that's a Western one with Nevada the the second seed. Schools like uh, Sadell, Oskaloosa, Gilbert uh, are also in those. And then you know four A there uh, you got. Um, 16 pods in the substates and no real surprises. Iowa City West is a, a top seed in substate three, but north is second. Kennedy, obviously, um, top seed in substate four with North Scott, number two. All these schools get first round buys, by the way. Um, it was split up 
pretty evenly. Uh, there's an opportunity for the CIML to get, I think, as many as five or six teams to state. Um, widely regarded as the toughest conference. Um, so we'll see how that that kind of all plays out. Um, you know, we, like I said, we got first round kind of pigtailish games uh, between the four and five seeds and three and six in four a on uh, on Monday, and uh, and then I think we pretty much got games every every day the rest of the week. So fun stuff, good stuff, love yeah. it. It's a good time of the year. Yeah, my favorite actually. You know, you got the NCAA tournament upcoming for the men and the women, and spring training. Most teams, I think, have already uh, players have already reported. So, yeah, really good stuff. Really good stuff. We've uh, uh, got a, got a night off girls wise in the regional tournament, which is nice because I'll be at Iowa City, and you'll <laughs> be hosting everybody for your peacock party. That's right. That's right. Um, but we BYOB, we, by the way. BYOB, folks. Your $25 doesn't get you much other than access to the game. So, all right. That's okay. But, I would be too. Up, you, got, you, got, uh, you got some games yeah. Friday and Saturday, yeah. right? 2A1A resume uh, on Friday. Uh, regional semifinals, which would be the equivalent of sub state semifinals. Uh, 2A Region 1, we've got Sumner Fredericksburg at Dyke New Hartford. Uh, Dyke's the three-time defending state champion. Uh, we've also got Jessup at Applington Parkersburg, so that's an all-NICL uh, region there. Uh, region 4, Maquoketa Valley is at number 6, Regina. Albernets at number 11, Cascade. In 1A, we got Duncan at number one, North Lynn, Lansing Key at Edco, in what I think is going to be a really fun game. Um, Kihai went from five wins last year. Now they're 18 and five. And the vast majority of those kids are freshmen and sophomores. So we'll see how that uh, continues to develop up in the uh, far, far northeast corner. Uh, Region two, class 1A, we've got uh, AGWSR, Noah Fonda, number two. And we've got HLV going to Coon Rapids Baird. I'm going to guess that's the first time those two teams have ever played. What do you think? Um, I'm going to effort that. You you keep talking. I'm going to effort. That. I don't think you need to effort that. That's. I think it's. I think it's set in stone. Uh, uh, Region three, Sigourney goes to Martinsdale St. Mary's. Uh, Mount Air is at undefeated Fremont Mills, which uh, is another uh, very goofy geographic region. Uh, region seven, Springville's at Cal Wheat. Danville's at Linville Sully. Region 8, it's Holy Trinity at uh, Montezuma. And then Wayne is at Cumberland, Anita, Messina. Saturday, we've got uh, 5A, 4A semis, 3A finals. Uh, I'll just kind of go through the 3A finals real quick. If I can remember them off the top of my head, uh, Mount Vernon, which uh, survived a heck of a scare on, uh, well, yesterday, uh, they were they were in trouble, get late against Davenport Assumption, pulled it out 47-37. Uh, they host Mediapolis on uh, on Saturday. Uh, Solon, which has just been hammering everybody, uh, both their first two games in regions were something in the vicinity of 80-20. to 20. Uh, They'll play Sheraton. They'll host that one. I covered center pointer ban in West Delaware last night. CPU went to, on the road and won that one 58-44, and they go to uh, – Go to number seven, Dubuque Wallert, uh, in their regional final Saturday. And CPUs, uh, they were two and ten at one point. Now they're ten and thirteen and playing really well. 
And uh, the other uh, 3A of uh, area interest is uh, the game I'll be at on Saturday, Monticello Bend Community. Two hours and 15 minutes, by the way, um, to get from Victor to Coon Rapids. Oh, that's not so bad. No. And do you remember when Baird High School was just Baird High School? Do you remember the um, nickname? Boy, that's been a long Do you? Yes, absolutely. When I was in high school, they were still Baird. The okay. Baird Red. Coon Rapids is home of Ewan Cooley. Is that right? Wow. I bet that was a heck of a rivalry back in the 50s. <laughs> there was a kid when I was a senior, way, way back in the day. Um, I played in the uh, Baseball Coaches Association All-Star Series down in Iowa City, and there was a kid from Baird on the small school well small school west i guess the team would have been called then so that's the only reason i know that the bear is, uh, is that one of those schools are they on highway 30 way out west are they a little bit north or south no i'm not right here they are uh kind of a kind of between ames and des moines from that standpoint straight west so okay. Uh, if that makes any sense, uh, closer to the border, or it's closer well, to the border than it is Ames Des Moines, yes. isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we're talking. That's still a little ways from from the border, honestly. Um, I uh -huh. bet it's a good two hours from from there to like Omaha. So okay, yeah, I've never what, been out that way, but nice. I have nice. not. Uh, let's see. Coon Rapids, and it's not showing me what county that's in. But uh, okay, so it's a little northeast of Audubon. There we go, the Wheelers. That's right. Which does not have a girls' team this year. Really? Just yeah, Audubon's enough. always been a a really good girls' basketball school. Uh, Frank Howell won a state championship there um, not too long before he came to Washington. Uh, they are playing under the Exira EHK umbrella this year. So did that increase the class for Exire? Yeah. Yep, they're, they're two A. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I was I was looking at that when I was doing mock brackets, and they had Exire EHK as a two A school. And I went, what in the world? That's not a very big school. And I look back, and yeah, they're uh, they're sharing with uh, with Audubon. And we sure remember Elkhorn Kimbleton, right? The Danes weren't they? The Danes, the yeah, Danish Danes and Lady Danes, home of Jan Jensen. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they had some really good teams out there. They had some good teams out there after Jan graduated, too. They had uh, they had some girls that could really chuck it from long range. Very good. She's got a son that is a sophomore at West. I think he's going to be a ball player. He he dresses for the varsity games, but he doesn't okay. He doesn't play. I, 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 assume, I think there's, what, a quarter limit, right, for a day? Okay in football right when you can only play so many quarters so um he's playing four quarters of the sophomore game and then you know might That's get in late something so gonna be a good ball player um good. Well, we did have a uh and i'll let i'll i'll see what you think about this jeff um it was announced the other day that des moines roosevelt which is at a really good season um i don't know 15 and six somewhere in that range 
uh, has had to forfeit nine of its games because it used uh, an eligible player who was age wise, wasn't he? Age wise, correct. So he must have been twenty, yes. at least. Yes, and um, so that they lost to Linmar in the second half. So Linmar gets a extra win out of that. Uh, but they kept Roosevelt as a three seed in the substate. Three out of six teams. Uh, with Ankeny, Ankeny Centennial, uh, Roosevelt's three, Liberty's four, Waterloo West is five, and Indianola six. What do you think about about well, that? I, sh- I certainly don't have a problem with them vacating those wins. Uh, right. You know, a rule's a rule, and uh, it sounds like it wasn't a fault of the kid. I, I just kind of saw a little bit of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, as far as the pairings, I don't know. I guess I can see that either way. I mean, they're the same team if they're seven and fourteen, or if they're fifteen and six. So, um, yeah. I guess I probably would have moved them, but that's that's just me. Yeah, it's just it was just interesting, um, you know, to uh, to see that. Um, actually, we were kind of tipped off about it, honestly, at our. Uh, rankings uh meeting on monday morning so um the association knew about it um, back then uh all the way back then so unfortunate situation like i said yeah. Roosevelt's outside with a really nice season and you know it's hard to compete uh as a des moines public school obviously but uh you know we'll see what the what the postseason brings i yeah. guess so um anything else that trips your trigger here Oh boy! You know when we meet next Thursday, we'll have we'll have the entire girl state bracket ready. Um, we'll be getting close for the boys. Um, boy, I don't know. Uh, we've we've kind of talked ad nauseum with the the conference. Uh, yeah, the conference situation up north. I don't think there's really been anything new since then. At least nothing that I'm privy to, unless you are. No. Absolutely not. I know yeah. nothing, as Sergeant Schultz would say. Sometimes, sometimes that's all right. <laughs> but uh, you know, there, uh, there's oh, a, oh, go, go ahead, Jeff. No, I got. Go I, I I just had a bad transition coming. You go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. I was. Uh, I did want to bring up um, Cole, Cole College's men's and women's teams are both twenty and four now. After a couple of they beat uh, they swept University of Dubuque last night. I was just noticing that, and I was just uh, I was like, man, that's a pretty good really winner. Are either or both <laughs> of them ranked? Ranked? Yeah, the men were ranked in the top twenty five and had a loss here. They might drop out because they were uh, they got beat pretty bad the other night by Central at home. Um. But yeah, Cole made it the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, had a lot of guys back from that team, and uh, obviously uh, have pretty high goals. And women doing their thing too. So man, wouldn't it be something yeah. for Cole, for Cole maybe to get uh, to win the conference tournament and get in the NCAA tournament, both men's and women's basketball. So yeah, and I think I saw that they're ranked like third or fourth in D three softball. Is yes, I did. I think I saw that too. That's Jake Kulbeck doing a heck of a job um, there. That's nationally, folks. <laughs> yeah. 
That's well, they're, national. They're, they're third nationally last year, and they got just about everybody back, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a lot of good things going on Pohawk land over there on the, on the northeast side, uh, just off First <laughs> Avenue. So <laughs> directions. That's right. All right. We uh, probably should go so you can go. Yeah, I got to put down some leftover uh, tater tot casserole and uh, the chariot leaves here in about an hour and a half. <laughs> Enjoy it. Seriously. I mean, you yeah, see it'll this. be good. It'll be yeah. good. You don't get to see this kind of thing very often and uh, oh. it'll be good. Hopefully Enjoy it happens fast, though. Yes, very much so. And I'm kind of thinking that uh, it's going to. I think I she's going to. This is the night I wouldn't be surprised if she went for fifty. She might. That would be that would be a hell of a way to to break the record, yeah. wouldn't it? She might have what the cool people call a fifty piece. A fifty piece, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, you I will say this. Um, gra gra grab a gazette tomorrow. We've got uh, with the assumption that it's going to happen tonight. We've got a nice four page uh, wrap going with that, and uh, be sure to buy one. Yes, please do, folks. Uh, hard copy. Memento. Memento. So uh, one one other thing, real, real, real quick. Uh, Mark Carlson, the head coach of the Cedar Rapids Fighters, two wins from tying the um, United States Hockey League coaching victory record, three from breaking it. Rough Riders played three times this week. They win all three. He breaks the record. Um, 781 wins he's got right now. Only coach that's ever been here. Uh, developed a ton of guys. A long time. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand was the first year. So, uh, it's been fun to reach out to a bunch of alums. Uh, this week, and get their thoughts on on playing for him, and he's a hard coach, but uh, he loves his guys. And uh, as he just told me once, you can't have tough love without the love. And I thought that was one of the the best things I ever heard a coach say. So, yeah. Anyway, absolutely. So, they play home Saturday night against Dubuque, uh, or no, against Waterloo. So uh, get out to the ice arena if you feel the, if you feel the volition, I guess. So, and Jeff, have fun tonight, folks. Get out, see some college, some good high school basketball. A lot of important games coming up here uh, in the next week, week and a half. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the Call It Both Ways podcast, and we will speak at you again next week. Thank you. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.